Sports Talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. The Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Nice work on this one. You know, you asked me, we should find a new open. Yes, yes. You just might have found it. That's, oh, you like? That, you I like, do. I'm you like the doors? doors I like the doors. I love the doors. That was my first foray into old music. Was you know? it old music? Yeah, that and Led Zeppelin were, were kind of my first two. Yeah, Led Zeppelin nearly never moved my needle. Really? Yeah, not. Not as much as a lot of people. When did you graduate high school? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Okay, I'm trying to kind of. You know, put together disco era. Ooh. Were you into the disco? Oh, into it. You were? Oh, into it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a leisure suit? No, I didn't go that far. No, okay. All right. Were there many leisure suits in Winnipeg? You know, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the leisure suit era. Remember the shoes? Did you ever Platform see the shoes? shoes? Platform shoes. Yeah. I had a pair of the shoes. Oh yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, is that what it's called? Right, yeah. John Travolta. Your big Bee Gees? Maybe we can open the show with Bee Gees. No, that's, I, think you, I f- think you found it. I love the doors. It, well, that's, they're really good. Yes. I think um, what I want to do in this segment, have you seen the pitching matchups for the World Series 1 and 2 yet? You know, I have. I have not. I haven't even looked for it, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I like this. I'm excited for the World Series. I but wanted Milwaukee. I did, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But overall, somebody asked me, in fact, over the weekend, how much are you guys going to talk about? I said, we'll talk a little Tuesday and Wednesday. Yep. But probably, unless there's something ridiculous or incredibly compelling, that'll probably be about it. So the schedule is Tuesday, Wednesday, off day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, L.A., off day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So uh, Wednesday the 31st? Yes, it is. So the season, if it goes seven games, baseball will end in the month of October. It does not get to November. Unless we have a rainout. Unless we have a rain. A good point. Fair right. point. Yep. Um, Halloween night, which isn't a big deal around here for Game 7 because they do the stupid Des Moines thing where you Beggar's do night. Beggar's night. The night before. The right? day before. Yeah, Ankeny too. So, we don't get anybody. We, we're all ready for it. We've got scads of candy. I mean, bowls of it every year. Yeah. The, the for no reason. For no reason. Sidewalks all decorated. Got the pumpkins lit up. You, you've been Nothing. working hard, huh? Well, we put the tree up. The tree's been up for, I forgot to tell you this, the, the tree's, Christmas tree's the been The Halloween up for, tree? No, 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 the Christmas tree. We've already, the Halloween stuff in the house is already down. What is it? The 21st? Yeah, 22nd we right today? This. It was September, Trent. I just didn't want to go public with it because that was embarrassing. <laughs> like it's not to go forward on the 20, where are we, 22nd of October. See, that's a good Black Friday kind of thing. Is for, it? For, yeah. For, it's, I don't you know get a good month of it. Wife does it differently for whatever reason. <laughs> September? And when does she take it down? Does she let it go into January? No, February? No, 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 no. March? Some most of the stuff's down mid December. Oh yeah, she hates it. She's sick of it. Then she's ready to move on. Ready to move on. Before we get to Christmas, yeah, she's rabbit, over Christmas. The rabbits come out. Oh, don't. <laughs> Anyways, uh let's talk to the NFL from yesterday. Your Bears, um oh. Trent, they gave the Patriots all they wanted. Maybe in a that's lot of why ways. I was in a worse mood than anything. Yeah, I think the plumber probably was secondary to your Bears. That was a frustrating game. A lot of people thought the Bears would win, Trent. Yeah. A lot of Bears fans thought that they were gonna knock off the Patriots. I was and... one of them. I, I'm normally, as you know, not optimistic mm-hmm. with my Bears, but I thought there was a great shot there. New England coming off the big victory against Kansas City. Huge environment. No Gronkowski. It just It was all set up there. Trubisky was terrible. Well, except long with his stretches. feet. Right, yeah. Boy, he's good with his feet. Well, when your linebackers can run a 5-1-2. Yeah, that's 40, true. It's yeah, easy, that's it's easy to get point. past those linebackers. Yeah, Peyton Manning might look good with his feet against <laughs> right. that, that trio. It's... Uh, 
I'm fr- you can't give up a kick return and a punt block That's against just it. You just Special can't. teams killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the hail and Mary. Khalil Mack was the they were hail using Mary. him in, in, Mack in coverage a lot. And you know what? He's hurt too. Yes. And, and, yeah, and, and I think the Belichick realized that if we call this play, you're going to get Mack in coverage. Yep. Trent, the end of the game. I mean, oh, oh unbelievable. And one of the guys who who did the game, uh, Fouts and whoever, right? Ein Eagle. Ein Eagle, right? Trubisky's arm was compromised. And they pointed that out. Yes. And that's why the ball didn't get into the end zone. Right. And it was a three-man rush, and they dropped everybody back. But one of the Patriots almost got to him mm-hmm. and didn't allow him to follow through. Or that ball lands in the end zone. And that was into the wind. Trubisky's got a host. Yeah, he does. With pressure in your face mm-hmm. to get that up and get that. I thought that thing was going to end up at the 15-yard line. I was watching the game with some buddies, and I said just that. Oh, all right. Get it to the fifteen, and they'll catch it and fall yeah. over, and that'll, and then oh, that's close to the goal line, and yeah. then he comes down with it, and then right away just crunched. Yeah, you didn't even gang tackle. Oh, you had the fleeting turned, moment. I did. I thought they were going to fall in. I thought he was going to fall in backwards to the end zone. It was very quick though. Normally, you have even an extra beat in there uh-huh. where you, you kind of have that hope. There wasn't the extra beat. It was. Yeah. It was Benjamin, right? Uh no, Kevin White. Well, well Kevin White, rather. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin White. That's what I meant to say. Kevin yep. White. Yes. Um, Who showed up? Well, Actually did something. He's been due, but yes, I thought he was going to fall into the end zone. The uh, Adam Thielen show continues to, this oh, time they took his man. act to Broadway. And um, my God, Trent, I like watching this Vikings team. I do too. I do. They're a fun team to watch. And this I think Thielen they're story. right behind the Rams and the Saints in the NFC. Did you see Jason Symbol, who we have to have on this week? Yeah. He, he was asked by one of his followers, who would be, who is Vegas's number two team in the NFC? I mean, the Rams are clearly sure, one. but who does Vegas have as number two? Is in it the, the Vikings? No, not Saints. Yep, Saints. Saints. The Vikings third. I would Vikings guess. third. Yeah, that, that's how I have them power ranked, and we get to see Saints Vikings. Yes, we do. And if you can't see it, you can hear it here because uh, Sunday night football plays here. That's going to be a, just a colossal game. But this stealing uh, Murray. Uh, the I mean, Dalvin Cook is continues to miss game after right. game and. You just wonder what his next contract was going to be prior to the injuries and mm-hmm. what it may be now. Uh, but Latavius Murray was terrific. I thought the offensive line did a nice job for the most part, keeping Kurt Cousins um, upright. He still gets a lot of passes batted down at the line of scrimmage, though, Trent. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. He leads. It's not even close. It's him and then a significant gap to his ever next. Why is that, do you think? I don't think, I mean, he's what, 6'2"? Yeah, he's not. It's not Drew Brees at 5'11". No, 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 not even close. It's not Russell Wilson. Mm-mm. Just odd. It is odd, but he gets a lot of those passes batted down. Um, yeah, this was, a, this was a nice win going on the road, taking the jet on a Jets team that they should win, mm-hmm. and they did. So they uh, now held first place in the division. One of my biggest takeaways, we were both excited about Saints-Ravens this week, and it lived up to the billing. Watched it start to finish, Trent. It was terrific. It's, I mean, I know we were served up locally here, Redskins and... Cowboys, and mm-hmm. from the bit that I saw, I'm glad there were other options out there, yeah, including that game. It was really good. But the Tucker miss. And Tucker. Chris Myers Trent couldn't have got the words out of his mouth. I mean, it, it was like bang, bang. Yes. And, and Justin yeah. Tucker's automatic. You know who's he working with? Uh, Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber. Was that it? Rondé Barber and Chris. Whoever he was working with. I thought Rondé Barber worked with the other old guy, Sam Rosen. But maybe not. Okay. Yeah. Um, whoever he's working. Well, no, he's, I think you're right. You're he's right, he's yeah. automatic. Justin Tucker's 223. He's never missed an extra point. Trent, the ball left his foot. It was right down the middle. 
And then, and it just completely sliced to the right. I've seen some of those on the golf course. Absolutely, right? Then it was a, was a wind? I don't know. 24-23, game over. And it was Joe Flacco leading his team down the field yes. after Drew Brees had scored to take the lead. Needed a touchdown, but, boy, that was a fun finish. Even in a loss, I'm starting to believe in Baltimore. You've been they're trying good, to sell me. Yeah, yeah, that's a good football team. I think they are, too. I know, great, but they're are good. Are they the best team in the AFC North? I mean, it's them or Pittsburgh, right? I think Cincinnati yeah. got exposed last night. They did, yeah. And they're back to 4-3 and three now. Mm-hmm. And Cincinnati had the opportunity two weeks ago against Pittsburgh, let it slip away late, and now yeah, they're probably trending towards a 7-9, and 8-8 eight eight mm-hmm. type of year. If I had to make an even-money bet, yeah, it'd be Baltimore right now. Steelers... Never can sleep on them, couldn't you? And Le'Veon will come back. Well, will he? I think so. Well, we we, we were told he was going to show up last week during the bye That's week, and true. he didn't. I wonder yeah. if he showed up today. Mm. Um, Jacksonville with Blake Bortles is god-awful. They benched Blake Bortles. There was a fight in the stands. There was a fight in the locker room amongst teammates, apparently, after that football game. That is a disaster. Doug Marone, um, I don't know what he's going to do to try and get that thing back and going again, but when you've got expectations and you're not living up to it, this is what you see. Texans alone in first on a four-game winning streak. Is that the worst four-game winning streak in NFL history? This is what they've done over these four. Started off overtime win at the Colts where it's kind of gifted to them. Mm -hmm. The game against Dallas, gifted to them. Mm -hmm. They beat Buffalo by a touchdown. Mm. And then this game against Jacksonville. And that's a bad. That's a bad. Uh, that's a fake four. That's a four game. Fake four. Game I still like Tennessee the most in this division. Do you? I still do. Boy, they let one get away. They yesterday. did. You know what? Um, we had Nick Athen, and he was on. and He talked about the um, the play call. Vrabel decided to go for two, mm-hmm. tied it up with thirty something seconds left in the football game. Wanted to win it. Didn't want to go to overtime. I would have liked I, to see an RPO. Yeah, I didn't with like the, right. I didn't like the actual play call, but I didn't have a problem with him trying to win it when they did. Not at all. I completely agree. Chargers are a better football team. They are a better football team. One play to win mm-hmm. it. I liked. I liked mm-hmm. what they did there. Yeah, because Philip Rivers isn't going to be stopped. He's going to lead that team down the field again. All right, we'll take a break. We will switch from the uh, back to the college game. Here's what we've got coming up. It's time to talk some Iowa State. We will do that on the other side of the break. Dylan Montz joins us. He was part of the Matt Campbell teleconference from earlier. Uh, we'll get the latest from Dylan as we preview uh, the Texas Tech tilt, 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, Jack Trice Stadium. Uh, Scott Dockerman slides in here at about 12.35. We will talk to Doc, recap uh, the Maryland win, look ahead to Penn State. So it's clones and hawks to take us up until 1 o'clock when we bid you adieu. Uh, Jimmy B and TC, 1-2. to two, Trent and Wolfgang, 4-6. to six. Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon every Monday through Friday from 11-1 to one on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we...
Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Save on landscape blocks from Menards. We have the blocks you need to create your ideal outdoor space. Pick up Clifton retaining wall blocks in a straight or beveled style. Just $4 each after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through October 20th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny towing your reliable towing it's one thing to be aware of breast cancer it's another to do something about it here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference who get out there take action every step every dollar every voice matters join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero get registered today for the susan g coleman des moines race for the cure on october 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community Visit ComanGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash IA-Urbandale. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 223 Hugs. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigget with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigget. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I take you until 1 o'clock. Uh, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic coming up in about oh, what, 20 minutes or so. We'll talk to Scott Dockerman. Uh, on Iowa. Right now, time to get Iowa State into the conversation. He's Dylan Montz. You can follow him on Twitter at Dylan Montz. Dylan writes for the Ames Tribune. Uh, AmesTrib.com. AmesTrib.com. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Dylan Montz? You have a good weekend? Yeah, doing really well. Like, like I said to Trent, uh, it, was, it was nice to have a couple days off there, but uh, ready to get back at it now for the, for the last run here. Absolutely. And I hear Ray Lehman Lawrence White may be ready to get back at it as they missed the uh, West Virginia game. But uh, Matt Campbell's teleconference, you listened in on it earlier this morning. And good news on both of the uh, Iowa State um, stalwarts on defense because White's having a really good year as well. Uh, sounds like they were both going to play against Texas Tech this week. Yeah, I asked Matt Campbell about that this morning, and he said after missing last week's game against West Virginia um, that Ray Lima and Lawrence White would both be probable, which, um, you know, he was optimistic after the West Virginia game that that was um, going to be enough time for them to, to get back in there and, and kind of uh, resume their roles. But having the bye week at that time really um, was a big plus because not only those guys, but you talk about Kyle Kemp to add more depth back to the um, the quarterback's room, and he, he wasn't really discussed today. But uh, it, it was just kind of that time where you can kind of, um, you know, take take your foot off the gas a little bit and, and in terms of just getting guys uh, ready to go. But uh, White and, and Lima are both probable and, and should be ready. You know, if this Iowa State team is going to take a big step and make a run here of victories, the offensive line, I think, is a big part of what we got to see, the continued development out of them. Does it feel like to you, Dylan, that they're pretty settled now with their group of five and going forward, that's what it's going to be? Or is there still some tweaking that we could see? Yeah, as far as the starting five in that group, I think that's pretty much what, what they like right now. And, and kind of them getting into a rhythm was such a big deal. And Matt Campbell talked about it. Um, when you saw some of the um, inefficiencies on offense early in the season, it was um, there was a lot of reasons for it, but one of them was trying to find that right group of fives and, and get that cohesion that you need uh, up front. And um, they really liked Josh Mueller at left guard, um, who started the first couple games, but he was dinged up a little bit. Then plugging in Colin Olson and Anthony Native and a walk-on um, has really kind of helped, helped shore up that side too, and he's come in and played really well. He transitioned from defensive line to offensive line uh, just basically in the span of a year and has played really well. And Colin Newell is, I think, um, still growing at center, but has been solid. And then you have Bryce Meeker and Julian Jones on the outside, um, as kind of the, the veterans of that group to kind of give uh, some stability there. And then Josh Kniffel at right guard, I think, um, maybe isn't as talked about as he should be, but uh, I think is uh, a really, really solid player. And um, even in that West Virginia game, you could kind of see some of the holes he was able to open up for Montgomery and 
um, and kind of create some big plays. So I think that group uh, still has a ways to go, but it is gaining more consistency as these games go on. Well, we know Texas Tech is going to come in here and they're going to try and chuck the ball all over the place. And Bowman was back uh, this past week. He threw three touchdowns. He cracked the 400-yard mark. I get that it was against Kansas, but that's how they're going to try and attack, I would assume, Iowa State. Here's the thing about Texas Tech. Both Wesley and Vasher, who I think are clearly their best two receivers, their 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 biggest weapons in the receiving core, they're both big kids. I mean, uh, Wesley 6'5", Vasher's listed at 6'6". Having said that, Iowa State practices against some big guys in their own right. So while the cornerbacks might not be, you know, um, they they might be going up against uh, tall receivers and they'll do the same against Texas, they practice against Butler and they practice against Eaton. So at least they have that going for them as they get set to take on a real good core of receivers, Dylan. Yeah, and that's kind of the interesting thing about it. That's a lot of the talk in, in fall camp when we get the position coaches, whether it's D.K. McDonald with the cornerbacks, John Haycock with the safeties, or even Brian Gasser with the wide receivers. They all talk about uh, how how beneficial it is to be able to go up against um, each other with the receivers against the defensive backs and vice versa. They both get really good looks, and certainly um, this is where it pops up is, is having um, having it be a nice kind of benefit of having those tall receivers, Brian Peavy, DeAndre Payne, you know, Lawrence White when he gets back there, Braxton Lewis, uh, Greg Eisworth, they've seen a lot of, a lot of big kids in practice. And, and so certainly it's going to be different going against them in a game. Um, so some different skill sets, the big bodies, but they also do a little bit of um, something different. Um, but, but having uh, at least a little base knowledge of kind of how you have to play those types of guys is, is a big deal. But I watched a little bit of Texas Tech and Kansas on Saturday. Um, and that Vasher kid is good. He can kind of, um, you throw it up to him, kind of like they did with Alan Lazard or even Akeem Butler now, um, and he'll just go up and get it over um, usually some, some smaller DBs. So uh, really kind of interested to see how they play that. But it, like I said, they, they kind of have that base of, of seeing it um, kind of throughout the season and certainly in camps in the off season. Dylan, we asked the question last week. It doesn't appear to be the case, but I want to run it by you one more time. The kicker position a Sally all alone? Do you think Narvison maybe making a run at it? What do you expect to see come Texas Tech on Saturday? Yeah, I, I think they'll still kind of stand pat with with a Sally. Um, you know, certainly it was disappointing to have some of the woes that they had, um, just because he had been good, um, you know, throughout the early part of the season. Just um, you know, for whatever reason, the, the missed PAT, which I, I still don't know what happened there. I watched the replay and it looked like it just pushed it off the. To the, his left, I think it was, yep. but um, and then uh, the block field goal. It looked like uh, West Virginia got some push at the line, and not necessarily a Sally's fault. Um, just kind of what it what it was, um, just one of those gaps that that you you don't hope don't ha- doesn't happen, but but that happened. And then um, that that forty yarder, whatever he kicked, they hadn't really asked him to kick much outside of forty yards um, throughout the early part of the season. Uh, the, he's he's pretty uh, sure legged. Um, inside there, but uh, you know, I think they like the legs of Narvison and, and certainly Francis with the kickoffs. They can kind of boot it, but uh, I don't think they're going to hit the panic button on it and, and make a change. But if you have sustained um, inefficiencies, then then maybe you look at it. But I, I think for now, they they like what Asali's been able to do uh, in the lead up to the season and certainly in in those early games pre West Virginia. So I, I think they'll kind of roll with him um, until you have sustained problems. 
On your weekend off, did you allow yourself to sneak ahead at some bowl projections? I'm seeing an awful lot of cheese at bowl the day after Christmas, which is in Arizona, and, or the Camping World Bowl, which is the 28th of December. I think that's Orlando, is it not? So Orlando and Phoenix are the two, at least, that I've seen today. You seen anything else, Dylan, as far as, you know, pot potential at this point destinations? I think I've seen one one person, maybe, or a couple people um, have them going back to Memphis in the Liberty Bowl. Oh, no. But for, <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, I, I have seen cheese. I, I think that's kind of the odds-on leader right now, just when you look at um, the selection orders and, and kind of figuring out, okay, does the Big 12 team make the playoff? Uh, how long are those odds? How many do you get in the New Year's Six? Um, where do you kind of finish in the Big 12? Does the Alamo, those possibilities still exist? Because then you kind of get into the camping world. Um, cheese it. Then you have the the bowl in Dallas. So uh, and, and obviously the Liberty Bowl. So th- there's a lot of possibilities. But now um, it seems like most people are kind of saying um, that that Phoenix would be the destination there. Mm-hmm. Dylan, great stuff. We will talk to you on Friday. We'll preview Texas Tech with you. Thank you as always, Dylan Moss. Appreciate your contribution. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to Dylan Moss. You can follow him on Twitter at Dylan Moss. You can read Dylan. At Amestrib.com, his colleague, Travis Hines, just tweeted not too long ago mm-hmm. that secret scrimmage that yeah. apparently Nebraska covered <laughs> somehow <laughs> um, against Iowa State. Cameron Lard was a, quote, did not play coach's decision. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. I already have what's happening, obviously, with Solomon Young. Yeah, and as Travis Hines pointed out, there was a couple of coaches' decisions, DNP coaches' decisions last year. Yes. Um, Making it more difficult. Yeah, indeed. Michael Jacobson, be ready to go. And he will be. You're going to be playing a lot of minutes. He will be. All right, we're going to talk Scott Dockerman coming up next. Ken Miller Show, Trent and I until 1 on 1700, the champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Experience Dell Cinema technology on the Dell XPS 13, the laptop for people who never say no to one more episode. Hi there. I'm calling about my dinner reservation at 7. Yeah, I'm not going to make that. With lifelike color, brilliant sound clarity, and uninterrupted streaming, Dell Cinema Technology on the Dell XPS 13 with an 8th Gen Intel Core i7 processor makes whatever you love to watch even better. To learn more, call 800 by Dell. That's 800 by Dell. There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnerships, even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Staples knows printing in color is better when promoting your business. But don't take our word for it. Research shows that color makes your company look more professional and improves brand recognition. It's also snazzier. 
Staples didn't research that last part. It just seems obvious. So come into Staples and get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Why wait? Don't hesitate. Come on, let's get away. Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Real estate is a team office under space simply. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. It's our final segment. Thank you to Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune coming on, telling talks about Iowa State. They come off their bye week, take on Texas Tech. Iowa takes on Penn State. Ooh, what a big spot this is. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic has been busy uh, publishing content there, as he always is. We take a look back and a look forward uh, to Penn State and Iowa. How are you, Scott Dockerman? 
Hey, great, guys. How's it going today? Doing pretty well. Hey, before we get into uh, looking back and looking forward, after what we saw um, in uh, West Lafayette on Saturday night, with the, I was next two games, both on the road at Penn State, at Purdue. I sense that there's a lot of Hawkeye fans that are kind of maybe reevaluating their fear factor meter on these two games. Both had, well, Penn State's going to be the toughest of the two by far. Maybe what we saw the Ohio State win, I think it's got uh, Hawkeye fans rethinking just the difficulty of that game in two weeks. Do you sense that, Doc? Sure I do. Yeah, I heard it a lot on Saturday night. And I think we finally have reached the point in the season, and it always happens in mid to late October, where people get the blue bloods out of their mind and they start actually evaluating yep. the teams on merit. Uh, we're seeing Iowa now, you know, moving up in a lot of different polls. I mean, they're 18th, but, you know, some polls have them as high as 13, you know, I think Sagarin ratings and some other ones. So, uh, you know, this is this is when people start to go, you know what, that's a pretty good team, and that's a pretty good team. And this blue blood over here, they're not quite as good as we thought they'd be, where you finally shed that label. Now, once we get into January, it'll all ramp up for the next nine months. But right, right now, yeah, absolutely. And, and both teams beat Iowa last year, so we can't forget that. And uh, both of them did it at Kinnick. And both, you know, and certainly Purdue looks to be way more explosive this year than they were last year. Doc, you've seen some win games throughout the years. Illinois a couple of years ago certainly jumps to mind. Rate this one in terms of difficulty and in, in special teams, and of course the passing game. What you saw there in Kinnick, and how do you think the new North End Zone how that played into it, if at all? It did a little bit. I think when you were closer to the North End Zone, it wasn't quite as windy. It was just when you were farther on the other end of the field where you could really feel it. I don't think it was as bad as the one at North, at Illinois two years ago, simply because it was even colder that day. It was, you know, in the probably mid-30s, and you had, you know, 40-mile-an-hour winds. But it was pretty rough. I was out, you know, hanging out with a few friends in the parking lots before the game, and, and I was just, you know, there was everything was tipping over everywhere. So it was, it was pretty uh, unfortunate across the board. Now, as far as special teams go, you know, they had to rate the, the win factor. I mean, Miguel Racinos is very... Um, articulate and how he describes what he does and, and the process he goes through. And, you know, he said anything really 40 yards and out, you know, probably wasn't going to work. Uh, but then when he started, you know, to evaluate, you know, how he could kick the ball, he and Colton Rastetter kind of called their shot and how to kick it. And, and uh, you know, overall it didn't seem to affect Iowa that much because they have a strong-arm quarterback who could cut through the wind. Mm-hmm. Doc, um, you know, I've been a Parker Hesse fan. I've appreciated what he's done for this program since he was, you know, thrust in, uh, into the lineup when Drew Watt gets hurt and, and Hesse's not ready for the rigors of going up against other Big Ten offensive linemen, particularly left tackles, yet there he was out there year in and year out. And, and now we're, you know, we're seeing him at the end. And, and this game against Maryland, and there's been some high points throughout his career, more of them probably uh, than, than uh, come to mind. But that game, this last one that we saw, uh, he was all over the field, Doc. Parker Hesse, I thought, played a huge, huge role. The defense was great overall, but that senior leadership really coming into the, into the fore uh, with Parker Hesse. Without a doubt. And th- what you have to do with a team like Maryland that is just so quick off the edge is you have to set the edge and you have to force the traffic back to the middle where you have more players. And he was able to do that repeatedly. He was in the right position, and then he was able to make plays out of that too and not just be that kind of line of demarcation. So, you know, he was able to get a sack. He was able to get a, you know, a, a, a tackle for a loss, you know, and, and just be completely active the whole entire time. And I think that was really essential. And, 
And the way the whole defense played against that, you saw the disciplined nature of it. And, uh, you know, against Maryland's, in fact, you know, Maryland had, uh, you know, 68 rushing yards, but shoot, what, you know, they had two big gouges there in the last drive or the game was essentially over. So otherwise, you, you know, you cut that in half. So it was really, uh, you know, a, a quite a team effort. Uh, one of the better ones I've seen from the Iowa's defense in a long time. Defense played outstanding, no doubt, against an offense like that. It'll be a step up in competition, certainly at the quarterback position this week with McSorley. Didn't throw a touchdown pass for the first time in a long time, but take a look ahead. McSorley, really good a year ago in Kinnick Stadium, as you talked about, Doc, what Iowa has in front of them and how the game game plan is going to have to change with Penn State this week. Yeah, it's going to have to change a little bit. I mean, really what they need to do is just do kind of what they did last week because it's really about playing Penn State in a, in a very disciplined nature. I mean, you know, make sure you're in the right gap, stay there, be physical when you arrive. Um, and if Iowa could do that, um, they have a chance to, to really exploit what has been kind of an underwhelming Penn State offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, on third down, this team is bad. Um, you know, Penn State has been, I mean, especially passing the ball. I mean, they're, you know, th- their completion percentage on third down is 37 percent that's 128th in the country um that's dreadful and they're not very good running the football either on third down i mean you know so there this is this is a unit and this is a problem that they're going to have uh you know that's just really never realized its potential now they score a lot of points and they took advantage of some teams early on but um if you're disciplined in how you defend these guys and uh, get your hands up at the line of scrimmage against uh, trace mcsorley they do not have the playmakers they did last year, especially in the passing game, and they drop a lot of passes. So I think uh, you know Iowa has a chance to really kind of defensively to make its mark what on about, Saturday. What about injuries, Doc? Sorry to interrupt you. From uh, Coming out of the Maryland game, I thought I heard at some point in the broadcast Torn Young might have been a little bit banged up. Um, how, did they, how did they get away from the Maryland game as far as injuries? You know, they, uh, you know, Torn was a little bit banged up. He came out of the game at one point. He looked like he had you know, either a shoulder or arm issue, but he did go back in. So I'm sure, you know, he's getting some treatment on that. Um, you know, he's a tough guy. He's on the depth chart. So, you know, there's nothing serious there. You know, Nick Neiman played, played quite a bit, played real well, you know, for his first action in a month. Uh, you know, Jack Hockaday was listed again on the depth chart this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he didn't play last week. Neither did Matt Hankins. I'm interested to see if either one of them will make it back. I'm sure we'll, they'll find out more in practice because, you know, Hockaday seemed to be, uh, you know, a no-go from about Tuesday on last week. And, you know, they, they could use him at some point. But Christian Welch played really well in the middle. And, and uh, you know, so I think overall, health-wise, they're in pretty good shape. A lot of depth being built on this team defensively and uh, certainly excitement, not just for this year, but going forward. Doc, the race is much different than we anticipated in the Big Ten West. You mentioned Iowa has to go to Purdue. Wisconsin and Iowa still have games with Penn State. Who's the favorite right now to represent the West? I think you have to look at Iowa, and I think you have to look because of it's all in front you know, of what, them. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you have to hope for one loss from Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin's got some tough games too. They got three road games at Northwestern, at Penn State, and at Purdue. So the, all three of those are very challenging. I think you know for for uh, Wisconsin this year. Now you look at Northwestern. I know. They've got a three-week stretch where they play Wisconsin at home, Notre Dame at home, and then at Iowa. That has a cumulative effect. Same thing with Purdue. You know, last week they had 
you know, a fantastic win, and, and I am not diminishing that at all. I mean, that was as good of a win as I've ever seen. Uh, but then they go to Michigan State and then play Iowa, two very physical teams, way more physical than Ohio State, back-to-back consecutively, and sometimes that takes an emotional toll for a team. And then finally, Iowa with these back-to-back games and then, you know, at home against Northwestern. I mean, I think Iowa is well-positioned in this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Penn State, Iowa has a team that can really – Penn State. That doesn't mean that they can't lose, but that just means that I like Iowa's chances right now. And, and uh, you know, it's the same thing with Purdue. Purdue can score, but so can Iowa. And then Iowa has, you know, a better defense. So I think Iowa has the fewest issues, and I think Iowa has the best chance of winning as long as Wisconsin gets knocked off once, which I think will happen. You know, going back to the where this conversation started, Doc, that we start to, you know, we move away from the Blue Bloods and maybe look a little bit more in-depth. And prior to the season, well, it's Ohio State. No, whoever comes out of the West is they're just fodder. Uh, once whoever gets to Indianapolis, because the Buckeyes are unbeatable. Well, that's far from the case. And you know, as we sit here today, most people's power rankings that cover this conference um, on a full time basis, like the Teddy Greensteins of uh, the Chicago Tribune, etc. And he's not alone, yourself included. I uh, have Michigan uh, right up at the top of that list. So. Uh, this Ohio State team, they were exposed the other day, Doc. This is going to be a fun final month of the regular season on both sides of the Big Ten division-wise. Without a doubt. I mean, Ohio State, skill position-wise, and really overall talent is better than everybody else, but they have not gelled as a team. They are not as physical as the other teams. And when you get into this month of November, it's about how you can grind. And, uh, you know, you look at Iowa, you look at Michigan, these are the two most physical teams in the league this year. You know, Wisconsin's still pretty good. I mean, you know, we've kind of overlooked them, but uh, they're, they're still pretty decent. And so, you know, getting in these games, it's going to be about, you know, who can block tackle the best and most physically. And I think that's what these teams have. I mean, and you even look at Michigan, they were down 17 to nothing against Northwestern and came back and won 20 to 17. So nobody is, is unbeatable. And I think, you know, at times we get, in college football gets more set in the narrative than any other sport in, in, in any other part of the country. And Big Ten East is not that much more superior right. than the Big Ten West. It's just name recognition. And, uh, you know, so you look at this and, you know, if, you know, Ohio State last two years on the road at black and gold West Division teams and have gotten thumped by what, uh, a combined 60 points. Um, you know, it tells you that, you know, anybody can beat anybody. And uh, so I, I think, you know, at this point, we've got a fun race here. We've got different styles. I'm going to be excited to, to watch how it plays out. Doc, final thing from me. There's a continued narrative out there. If this continues down a special path for Iowa this year, Big Ten title game, maybe even a step further than that, that Kirk Fer- Ferentz would hang it up. Could you see that? Could you envision a scenario maybe setting the path for Brian to take over for him? Do you see that? Could you see that happening? Or is that just something that uh, guys like to talk about in the bar? <laughs> I don't see it happening Nor this year. You know, it's it, it's something we've talked about for a long time. You know, he's he's what now sixty three. You know, he's uh, you know he's been doing this now for twenty years. This is this team and this program is well positioned to be competitive for a little while now. And why would you want to hang that up after you know he gave what a million dollars to the new workout facility? You know, he's got uh, you know he, he's got what he wants, but you know this. You know, he, I'm sure he wants to go out with, with a little bit more bang, you know. I mean, it was kind of stagnant for a while. I mean, if this year, if they can somehow make it to Indy, and no matter what happens there, they're going to go to a great bowl game. And, you know, you look ahead a little bit, and next year they've got a, 
you know, quite a few players returning. Mm-hmm. So um, if I were him, you know, wait a couple of years, maybe do it late enough to where Brian has to be the uh, next guy. But you know what? Here's the thing. If, if they go 11-1 and one and maybe even win an Indy, Somebody's going to want Brian Ferrant. Hmm. You can see what they've done with this offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just throw it out there for fun and laughs. But you know, Gene Taylor used to be the deputy AD at Iowa, and now he's the AD mm-hmm. at Kansas State. Mm-hmm. What happens if you know after <laughs> they get thumped at, at Iowa State on that last game that um, you know maybe Gene Taylor might want to have Brian Ferrant as his head coach? So I don't know. There's some speculation there. Maybe we should think about that narrative more so than replacing Kirk. Interesting. I didn't see this conversation taking this turn. Well done, Trent Condon. You led us to another few minutes to talk about this. Well, let you go, Scott Dockerman. Thank you for what you do for us. As always, Doc, we'll continue to read you at The Athletic. If you have not subscribed yet, it's about three bucks a month. There's so much content there. All the sports, uh, all your teams, trust me, they're represented, including your Hawkeyes with Scott Dockerman. Thank you, Doc. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. Yeah, good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman uh, from The Athletic. Well, um, Glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't get out much, and it's not a big talker in my living room in Ankeny. Right, so right. T- so you've really heard this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, th- uh, there's this a is lot more of- than message boards? Oh, yeah. I, there's there's people that believe that the next special season that Kirk was going to hang uh-huh. it up. I don't see it. And, and another step to that, and probably could have gone even a step further with Doc, is you've noticed Kirk Ferentz. You read the, the transcripts, right? Or at absolutely. least... I peruse do. through them. Yes, I do. A lot of times there's mm-hmm. plenty of coach speak, mm-hmm. Kirkisms, and And then we get John Miller on on Wednesday and you ask him to translate. Right, right. And, and, okay, here's Dallas Clark and the Bob Sanders, and you play bingo and you get your squares and you're ready to go. But he's mentioned a lot this year. They haven't had a bad pra- week of practice. He said that every week. They haven't had a ba- bad week of practice and how much he's enjoyed this group. I can't see it. Uh-uh. And as but, Doc said, they got a ton of talent coming back. Yes, next year. they do. Next year's team might be better than this year's team. But if you really do want to set up your son, mm-hmm. the offense is taking a big step forward. Mm-hmm. You're coming off a special year, right off into the sunset. And if there was a time to do it, time may be there. Hmm. First Big Ten title since 2004. Mm-hmm. They do that. Maybe we're talking college football and playoff. It, at least a group, uh, the Big Six games. Yeah, there's a lot there. There is. Interesting. I hadn't thought about it, Trent, and I certainly hadn't thought about what Doc brought up at the end as far as, you know, even if Kurt doesn't leave and mm-hmm. they do have that kind of special season, that they come after Brian. That's a well, great yeah. point. Well, and, and another step, not, you know, Mac Jobs, Kansas State, obviously, better than that, but the connections that See, are down I, there. I thought Bielema was going to end up there. But anyway, but but Brian Ferentz makes sense, absolutely, yes. with the Gene Taylor connection. But you look at a, a rebuild at whatever Mac school. Does that make sense mm. for Brian or sticking it, you know, around? It makes sense, but it makes sense for him to stay and wait it out. Because, if, if, look, if anyone knows when his dad's retiring, Brian mm-hmm. does. What if Brome leaves Purdue? And he could, because Louisville apparently is going to write a, give him a blank check and ask him to fill in the zeros. Purdue's open. Does that make sense for Brian Ferentz? Uh, I don't see him staying in the West. I don't either. I don't think so. But there are going to be more jobs out mm-hmm. there. There are going to be available jobs that are going to come out. The, the Iowa job's going to come up in a couple of years. It is. So do you look to rebuild somewhere or keep something to no, sustain? Just keep it going. What about Phil Parker? Do you think he would make a good head coach? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think he's in a perfect spot for him. He, lo- ask- he loves having to talk to the media twice a year. Right. <laughs> By week, <laughs> Not spring, twice a week. That's it. Twice a year. Yeah. I mean, you think Kirk Kirk is bad, and I enjoy when we get to hear from Phil Parker. Mm-hmm. He really, but it's not Mm-mm. it's not his deal. 
No, I think I think he's in a good spot. I yes. think he's one of those guys that's built to be made out to be a, a coordinator. Period. What if an SEC program looks at what Phil Parker's done for his twenty years and says, "Why don't we throw this guy two and a half million dollars mm-hmm. to be our D coordinator?" Do you think you'd jump uh, at this point in his career? How about Phil's probably just going to rub 50s? some people the wrong the wrong way? But I'd be going after the other coordinator in the state first. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Haycock has been unbelievable. Yes, yes. Uh, Phil Parker, um, and I hope, yeah, he's been a Big Ten guy. Played at Michigan State. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I I think it's they got a good thing going here. They're both Mm -hmm. they're all making plenty of money, right? They don't they don't need the the aggravation. I don't think Phil Parker needs the aggravation of being a head coach at this point. No, I think he knows Iowa. I mean, I think this is what he's comfortable with, and he'd certainly be comfortable with Brian. Uh, getting that next spot. Well, that's interesting, the way this conversation turned. really is. Phil Parker, um, 55, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. see it. So, you know what else I don't see? Uh, kind of back to the other part of it. I don't see Northwestern sticking around the top of this uh, uh, division much longer. Look, they were – somehow they beat Nebraska. Right. I mean, that was a complete prayer. Mm-hmm. Somehow they beat Rutgers last week. Yes. Rutgers has them on the ropes, and they, they hung on for a three-point win over Rutgers. Next three – Wisconsin, Notre Dame, at Iowa. Now, the Notre Dame game doesn't, doesn't matter. Nope. One iota as it pertains to the But as Doc race. said, it's going to be a physical football game. Yes, yeah. Now, that's a, that's got 0-3 written all over it. It does. And and you couple with coming off that, even if they can steal one of those two games, what's left in the tank? And you did that, an emotional win against mm-hmm. Notre Dame, and then mm-hmm. knocking them out of the playoff, and then you got to go to Iowa City. Right, because the you know, Notre Dame's at Ryan Field. Yes. I mean, think of how big that is for that oh, Northwestern program to have the Irish coming in. Well, unfortunately, Trent, I mean, more than half the building is going to be rooting for the other team. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just like Nebraska. Just like Nebraska. All right, speaking of rooting for, who are you rooting for tonight? I mean, boy, Monday Night Football, 1-5 and five versus 2-4. and four. Now, granted, when the schedule came out, mm-hmm. it, it looked like a better game than it's actually going to be, at least record-wise. How we may be entertained like crazy. We might yeah. get a 27-24 game. Oh, I think we're going to get a lot of points. Do you? Oh, that I, I, I sensed an overplay <laughs> well, in the making. I, I like the over. Do you? I like the over. 51 and a half. I'm uh, jumping uh-huh. aboard that. A lot of offense. And I need it for my fantasy. Got Julio. Does he score this week? He needs to. It's he, been yes, he does. Going out of calendar year. It's crazy. Three touchdowns last year. None this year. Did Has he scored? Well, I know Nebraska's won. But comparing that to the last time Nebraska won, was that kind of in the ballpark? Yeah, the last yeah, time same Julio time. scored a touchdown? That's crazy. It absolutely is. Unbelievable. All right, Zuba Mahente is with us tomorrow. Who's with you? Uh, you and Jimmy B, and then you and Trent. Uh, you and Trent. You and Wolfgang uh, on the drive from 4 to 6. Tom Caker's going to be stopping by. we got more of the Hawkeyes coming up in the next hour. Jimmy B will be here. Lots on the NFL, too. And then on your drive home from 4 until 6 o'clock, we got Tad Haslip stopping in, talking NFL from the Sporty News. Zach Reimer's going to preview the World Series with us from Bleacher Report and Steve Patterson from the Quad City Times talking Hawkeyes. Very nice uh, crew. Um, Brinson, are you allowing him to do his NBA minors at too early in the season? No, no. I, I give him a, the other day. I gave him more. What did you talk about? I've watched a lot of NBA. Last night, I watched the end of Nuggets Warriors. Did you really? I did. Is it the free pra- free preview or something? It is. Yeah. Are you made... gonna, Are you going to jump on? Are you going to buy it? You know, I I'm a little tempted. Are you really? I'm really, I'm enjoying it. Are you? Don't tell Brent and don't tell Wolfgang, because both those Why guys will want to talk it all the time. So I got a well, Wolfgang's a fan. Oh too. yeah, I got I got to temper the NBA. I got to rein them back in a little bit. Well, you but, were the one that brought it up on this program earlier. This uh, when was it? Last week or a couple of weeks ago? I think. Even though we know the inevitable, 
It is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Nuggets got them last night, right? They did, yeah. Nuggets got the defending They did everything they could to give away the game, too. Did they? And I heard Monty Morris had a nice game. He did, yeah. Didn't see much of them late in the game, Mm -hmm. but uh, Jamal Murray getting to the rim, missing layups. They're missing Mm -hmm. free throws. I think they Mm -hmm. had like 15, 16 missed free throws in the game. Mm -hmm. Warriors couldn't get it done. Fun game last night. Didn't watch a minute of the NBA. I think the last time I watched it was Thursday night. TC's crappy NBA minute for you there. No, thank you for that. All right, so uh, coming up next, we've got the Jimmy B and TC, and then Wolfgang and Trent the drive today from 4 until 6. Zubin is here tomorrow. I think we're probably going to get Tim Yotter in here tomorrow to talk a little bit about the Vikings. Oh, what a colossal game they have next Sunday night. It's the Saints and the Vikings. Wow. And we've got the game right here. Speaking of that, we've got the Monday night. If you can't be in front of your TV, you can listen to the game right here on 1700 The Champ. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Making way for Jimmy B and TC. They're coming up next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Thank you for being here with us today with Trent Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Take out those festive sweaters, gather your family, kids, and pets because it's time for the ARL Santa and Paws holiday photos. Santa will even be making an appearance. By having your photos taken, you'll be supporting the homeless pets at the ARL and will end up with great photos for your holiday cards this year. Multiple dates, times, and locations are available during November, so schedule your time now at arl-iowa.org slash Santa. A dead battery can leave you stranded, so get yours tested for free during Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Need a replacement? Purchase a Superstart Extreme or Superstart Platinum battery and get up to $25 in O'Reilly gift cards after a mail-in rebate. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Some people think nasal congestion is just a stuffy nose. (laughs) 
but it can also leave you feeling run down and tired. So try Simply Saline Nasal Mist. It helps you breathe easier in seconds. So you can get back to feeling like you. <sighs> and with 100% pure ingredients, it's doctor recommended for use with allergy and cold medications. For instant relief from nasal congestion, try Arm & Hammer Simply Saline. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. 1700, the champ.